I got a cameo from Patrick Michael from the fantastic Ring of Honor wrestler Dan Housen. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here, very nice, very evil. This is for Carl Housen and Vinnie Housen at the creep off. From Patrick Michael Housen. Carl and Vinnie are very evil. Carl has club feet, bad teeth. Oh no! Vinnie is. Oh no, this is terrible. Most evil true crime broadcast. Vin Housen for the win Housen. This is what Dan Housen is supposed to say. What the hell is this supposed to be? Well, uh, nevertheless, uh, Dan Housen wishes you the best on your podcast adventures of some sort. Hopefully, you have a nice time. Oh, love that, Dan Housen, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, may your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. All right, see you later. Love that, Dan Housen. Attention, parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I think no one trusts Carl. No one likes him anymore. He's a snake. <laughs> He's a scumbag. Creepos, welcome to another edition of everyone's favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. It's the Creep Off. I am your host. The Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And joining me in the studio today. He's a piece of garbage. Fucking chiller. It's Carl, everybody. What is happening, Vinnie Paulino? So great to be back with you, my friend. I'd like to thank you. Yeah. For uh, staying up late last night to watch the results, so <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to because I didn't give a fuck because I'm so goddamn angry. I'm getting a lot of reports that there's some shenanigans going on with the uh, voting. So I decided to actually not only proactively get the vote out last night, but also monitor what was going on. And uh, we finally had a fair vote, it appears. So that was good. I was happy to see that. Oh, how is it a fair vote, Well, Carl? because... As of midnight last night, Carl and Jeffrey Tubin has 53% of the votes. Yeah! USA! USA! Just like, how, just like those big crowds at the Olympics are cheering. USA! USA! Those thousands of fans. I didn't hear fans. any of them doing that. All those thousands of fans at all these Olympic games that I've been watching. USA! They didn't even USA. pipe it in. <laughs> they didn't even pipe in the USA. It's so pathetic. This Olympics is brutal, which actually brings us to the topic of today, which will be creepiest Olympian. But Olymp- Olympic coach we went with. Olympic whatever. Sure. Olympics whatever. So uh, Olympics whatever. I'm good with that. Olympics whatever is the category this Perfect. week. Perfect. So uh, because I won this week, which I needed to get back on the, the winning side, so I'm really glad Jeffrey Tubin was able to get me uh, over that hurdle. Ha- Bob Bordella fisted a man to death who was strapped to his bed. Yeah. Someone tell Vinny how this game works. This is a comedy show, you moron. <laughs> Someone explain this to Vinny that we're doing a comedy true crime podcast. I hate that that's the name of this episode. It's a comedy show, you moron. <laughs> that's perfect. So... Uh, 
Yeah, so the score is now what? Three to two? Am I in the lead? Is that I what guess we're seeing? You're the fucking lead, Dick. Yes! That is fantastic. How's Creeps and Roses going, by the way? We haven't talked about that in a minute. What's going on with Creeps and Roses? With what? Are you still doing that uh, consequence? consequence? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. Working on it? Yeah. Having a hard something. time scheduling the co hosts? No. Just okay. don't care that much. No, I had the finals for the contest last week, so I got a little All right. overwhelmed. You, you got, you're busy. In so your, here's what I like to in do. In your comedy career, you're very busy. Let's talk about something real fast. Yeah, uh, you want to talk about how Casey is coming to the live show? It's official. Is she really? She got her plane tickets. She's in. She got guilted into spending 300 whole American dollars. I think what happened was, for some reason, her husband actually wanted to go. She's like, oh, okay, cool. Then I guess we're going to go. So Casey's in. This is exciting, Benny. Uh, I don't want to be near any of these. People. This is exciting. I don't want to be. Listen, I'll be at the, the She's Airbnb. Team hot c- 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 Carla. I'm going to be at the Airbnb until showtime, and then directly <laughs> after showtime, yeah, right. I'll be back at the Airbnb. Yeah, right. You'll be standing behind a pile of merchandise, asking people if they want it autographed or not, as they try <laughs> as they try to avoid you. Hey, uh, I got these uh, great posters of me and Carl. I went on the uh, Dick Show yesterday to, pr- to promote the live show. Yeah. And he asked if he could sell merchandise at the show. I'm like, fuck yeah. Everybody bring merchandise. Let's all sell merchandise. All right. We'll sell merch. Bring uh, some G.I. Joe characters. Whatever it is that you like to sell, Vinny, you bring it. Let's talk about the Patreon for a second. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very much aware of the Chris Chan situation. Yes. We are going to do a bonus episode inducting Chris Chan into the Hall of Fame. That will be our next bonus episode. Beautiful. So that's coming. Great. It's going to be Hall of Fame. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't need any fucking more emails about Chris Chan. Thank yeah. you. And now all I'm going to get the rest of the goddamn day are, hey, Vinny, did you hear about Chris Chan? Hey, Vinny, did you hear about Chris Chan? Well, get this episode out. Stop sitting on it for so long. They need time to gestate. <laughs> okay. <fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Vinny. Uh, what are we doing? Do we have any more announcements that we need to make? Or? Nah, Chris Chan bonus episodes coming, so be be excited for that. And uh, if you uh, are a member of the Patreon, I hope you are a uh, true believer. If you are, Excelsior, true believers, cuz, cuzaroo, cuzaroo, Carl's cuzaroo's coming through, and I do appreciate that. Also, watplive.com is where you can go to get tickets and more information about our live show on August 28th in Lombard, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, where you will meet both myself and Vinny will be there, I think, too. Hey, Carl, you know, we're like almost just about three weeks out from this thing. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question is this. uh, What the fuck is this show? I haven't decided yet. (laughs) I'll get back to you. You know, I've been in producing live shows for a while now you and, have uh, yeah you do yeah. yeah 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 i'm just gonna let you uh, handle it all yeah oh uh, yeah please do I'm just i'll be at the bar that's fine good perfect <laughs> all right let's get into the competition for this week creepiest olympic whatever i denounce it all right I won, so i will go first, I want you to go first. that's correct that's how this works my creep is a guy named John Gettert. Are you familiar with our friend John Gettert? Yeah, yeah. First Google search. <laughs> okay, yep. okay. All First right. Google search. All right. Well, this is new news. This happened uh, just recently, and I'll uh, I'll give you the list of allegations against this gentleman. It is alleged that John Gettert used force, fraud, and coercion against the young athletes that came to him for gymnastics training for a financial benefit to him. 
The victims suffer from uh, disordered eating, including bulimia and anorexia, suicide attempts and self-harm, excessive physical conditioning, repeatedly being forced to perform even when injured, extreme emotional abuse, and physical abuse, including sexual assault. John Gettert was the head coach of the gold medal winning 2012 U.S. Women's Olympic team. From 1984, Gettert was the head coach at Great Lakes Gymnastics Club in Lansing, Michigan, where he first worked with Larry Nassar. You know who Larry Nassar is? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, okay. I've heard of him. In 1988, Gettert was named Male Coach of the Year for the United States Gymnastic Federation in Michigan. He won the Federation's Regional Coach of the Year Award in 1990 and 1991. In 1996, Gettert founded the uh, Twin Stars, Twi- Twi- Twist Stars, Twist Stars. That's a hard thing to say. The Monstars. <laughs> yeah, the Monstars. The Twist Stars USA Gymnastics Club in Diamonddale. The club has a back room where Nassar regularly treated and sexually molested young female athletes in 2018. Well, what's he supposed to do it at the front of the building? Right. It always put it in the back and not a lot of windows. I mean, I, you learn that from Letterman. <laughs> always have the molesting room in the back. Also, I want to point out that this studio that we're in in the comedy club in Rochester is in the back and there are no windows. Way Coincidence? In the back, two rooms, no Coincidence? windows. Coincidence? I think not, Vinny. Can't wait to hear the featured creep out here of me and Croge. Co-hosting. In 2018... This is my intellectual property, Carl. (laughs) Okay. In 2018, Geddert handed over ownership and management of the gym to his wife, Catherine, in the wake of the Nassar sex abuse scandal. So these guys were uh, were working together. Let's go through some more of these allegations against our our boy, uh, John Geddert. Geddert is accused of forcing gymnasts to practice or compete with broken bones and torn muscles and tendons. Victims allege Geddert was also psychologically abusive, keeping a list of who he called a fat club and even telling gymnasts to take their own lives. <laughs> hey, fatty, go kill yourself. All right. Oh, yeah. This guy is terrible. He sounds like my fucking gym coach. <laughs> I know. I told my parents that they were like, thank you so much for pushing him, Mr. Wheeler. You've been doing so great. <laughs> he remembers his gym coach. Of course he does. All that asshole. I'll never forget him. Of course you Dude, do. Dude, that guy used to have to report to jail on the weekends. Did he really? Yeah, man. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and then hang out with children all week. That's dude, great. I went to a private Christian school. Uh-huh. And this dude was like the janitor uh-huh. and then the gym teacher. So, like, all morning, you'd see this guy pushing a dust mop. Yep. Sometimes you'd go take a bathroom break, and he'd be in there scrubbing the toilets, and then he'd make you run laps. But apparently, he was very much against abortion, and he would show up and pick it at, like, Planned Parenthood, and he got arrested multiple times and had to report to jail on the weekends, then come and clean the toilets, and then fucking yell at us. Well, I mean, he wanted more kids to be born so he could yell at more kids. It makes sense. He's got to keep himself in business. That's right. Yeah. yeah. How am I going to be yelling at fatties to run laps if you're aborting them all? <laughs> <laughs> That's what his sign said, actually. Yeah. Um, all right. This is this he is. He was a- like, well, maybe you could have just gotten that one. So this John Getter. Paulino, put, take that out of your mouth. This John Getter guy knows how to motivate. He's a coach. He knows how to motivate. I mean, he was a gold medal Winning coach. Sure. He allegedly would yell and berate athletes on their bodies to the point where they would develop an eating disorder and in some of the most extreme cases attempt suicide. He also allegedly called coaches of athletes who went on to get a college scholarship and intervene and tried to get them taken away. He tried to get scholarships taken away from athletes. 
This yeah. guy's a creep. Not Fatly. only, <laughs> yeah, not only is he berating these people. By the way, these are gymnasts who are training five days a week. These are not fat women that we're talking about. None of these women are fat that he's calling fat, and then trying to get their scholarships taken away. But it wasn't just berating them. There was also physical abuse going on too. In terms of physical abuse, he's accused of stomping on the top of gymnasts' feet if he became angry. He also allegedly would shove gymnasts into or off of equipment if they made a mistake. One excerpt from that testimony stated, while spotting her, he grabbed her at the waist and threw her into the bars, striking her face and neck on the low bar. This caused her to rupture her lymph nodes in the right side of her neck, causing Jesus. a black eye and tore her abdominal muscles. Yeah, even Coach Knight is like, well, be easy on the athletes. <laughs> what are you doing here? He apologized after because he says, I meant to throw you in to the garbage can and I missed <laughs> fatty uh, let's get into some more uh, physical abuse you notice he was stomping on her feet so gymnasts <laughs> use their feet quite a bit yeah so I would imagine this is not a good thing for oh, them it's called motivation yes this guy's Getter. just a good coach He's a, he is a good coach obviously sure gold medal winner Gettert allegedly followed a gymnast into the locker room stomped on her feet and threw her into a wall Charges were presented to the prosecutor in that incident. They were denied, and instead, Gettert was ordered to go through counseling. All right, this is not a convincing argument. What's that? Not a convincing argument. I mean, didn't Trump do that at, like, the Miss Universe pageant? Did he, he do been, the same thing? He could have been charged years ago, and they're like, he'll get counseling. He'll, we'll, we'll calm him down. But you would think that when this type of thing happens, that you would be arrested. The two sexual abuse charges were from the same alleged incident. The document states Gettert followed a 14-year-old gymnast into the locker room and assaulted her before saying, quote, this would not be happening if you just completed my assignment at practice like you were supposed to do the day before. He was using rape as a punishment. You didn't do well, what I told you to do. Well, are you supposed to like it? <laughs> Are you supposed to like rape? It's a, I mean, in terms of punishments, I'll drop two digits this time, but there'll be three digits next time. Next time it's the shocker. All right. Just so you know, these are the only <laughs> parallel bars you need to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. All right. So, We're a problem today. So this guy finally, after all of these years of abuse and we had the, um, the Larry Nassar thing come out. Yeah, you know, that was, was that was a that was a problem. That was a pretty big problem, right? Yeah. Well, so this guy finally they they have charges on him, and uh, th they let him turn himself in. So they say, "Hey, you got to report to the prison because you know you, you have these charges going on." He never did report to the prison. Twenty four hours after all of this came out in the news, he decided he's had enough. I want to let you know about a shocking new twist in a major gymnastics abuse investigation. A former U.S. Olympics coach died by suicide oh, no. just hours after being charged with 24 felonies, including human trafficking and criminal sexual conduct. Wait a second. How was this guy able to get out of this with a gun to his head? You would think that they would like go and get this person and bring him in. Before the charges, right? Coach, no. A spokesperson for the Michigan Attorney General's office said that they were allowing Getter to turn himself in on his own because they had no indication that he would harm himself, Tony. All right, Mola, thank you very much. There's a lot that's upsetting here, but it one is. thing that comes to yep. mind is that the victims will not have an opportunity for that public justice and closure they got right. with Nasser. So they go, well, you know, we didn't see any evidence that he would want to skip this. 
He's accused of raping a 14-year-old. I have a feeling that he might not want to face those charges. You might want to. And the best part is the Michigan attorney general had a press conference after this was all announced and before he killed himself. And she's a dumb dumb. During her press conference Thursday, Attorney General Dana Nessel telling reporters Geddert was in custody and set to be arraigned over video. My oh, understanding no. is that he has turned himself in and that he is scheduled to be arraigned today at 2.15. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> they fucked up. That's, uh, that's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, this is the very first victim of Larry Nassar, Sarah Klein describing this guy, John Gettert. At eight years old, Sarah Klein began taking gymnastics from coach John Gettert. She was the first known victim of Larry Nasser, but she says the physical, verbal, and emotional abuse Gettert allegedly inflicted was far worse. Larry was at least kind. He was loving. He pretended at least to care about us. And John was the one who tortured us in a way that it made Larry and his sexual abuse look like a walk in the park. All right, so apparently John Gitter was way worse than the guy who was molesting every single gymnast in Michigan. You know, I got to tell you, after hearing this stuff, I actually feel really good about not pursuing gymnastics. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> you made one good decision in your what life. A- fucking shit show yeah this is a shit show but i don't know that she should be saying and now listen i wasn't molested by this guy but i don't know if she should be comparing that to a walk in the park i feel like that's maybe not the right terms to use when you're talking about a guy being digitally penetrated he by dropped your digits on hundreds of young girls and he's like ah oh, hanging out with him is a walk in the park who's that old guy over there uncle paul uncle paul with the creepy old guy standing yeah. <laughs> uncle paul now he's coming over here slowly limping down the hall it's too late now because here comes uncle paul let me show you how to make a big boy love you so as, <laughs> as you know simone biles she is a very famous gymnast who was molested by Larry Nassar. So she showed up in these news stories because John Getter was uh, her She didn't coach. show up to Tokyo. No, she did not. No, she did not. My rage on the Dick Show yesterday was this mental health excuse that's rampant among athletes all of a sudden. Do you people realize that Carl is a literal insane person, but yet he's here I just about up. on time every week? I show up. And I was arguing with Sean yesterday. He goes, oh, you don't think that athletes can, uh, you know, go through issues like we all do. You still got to go to work. That's no excuse. Uh, But this is Simone Biles. And remember, this is before this year's Olympics talking about um, John Getter. We bring the medals. We do our part. You can't do your part in return. It's just like it's sickening. Oh, you do your part. You do your part. Interesting. I'm surprised that that's the one soundbite they grabbed from Simone Biles. We do our part. Not quite on. Not quite. Oh, no. Last clip that I have here is uh, just talking about the relationship between this guy, John Geddert, and, of course, the serial molester, child molester, Larry Nassar. A number of gymnasts have blamed Geddert for enabling Nassar, one calling the pair a dynamic duo after Nassar was sentenced back in 2018. <laughs> dynamic duo? What? They're using like superhero terms with these people? The dynamic duo. 
That's us now. We're using that. <laughs> the dynamic duo. Yeah. So what he would do is he would fat shame me, and then this guy would shove his fingers in my asshole. They're like a dynamic duo. It was amazing what they were able to do together. <laughs> and you should see me do a flip. <laughs> and now look at me. Gold medal winner. Oh, Jesus. So a gymnast is in charge of, Who is in charge of overseeing any of this? Well, also... I love the fact that, and Tim Dillon was talking about this, so I'm going to rip off Tim Dillon a little bit, but I love this idea that there's 11-year-old girls coming home and saying, you wouldn't believe what Coach did to me today. He picked me up and he threw me up against the parallel bars. I have a black guy. They're like, do you want to be a good gymnast or not? That's the deal, honey. You want to be the best in the world? That's that's how you're going to get there. Yeah. Like, these parents sign up for abuse from their children. Yeah. They're and, all for it. These kids, like, they have eating disorders because their parents don't love them well, and force them into this stuff. This guy's been coaching since 1984, and it finally came out that he's a piece of shit. And I'm just wondering how many other... I would look into every single successful coach in g- gymnastics. I would look into every single one of them, because this seems to be the way you motivate these young well, women. Well, I heard Bobby Knight used to strap men to their <laughs> players to their beds and used to put drain cleaner in their eyeballs. <laughs> You're going back to that? It didn't even work for you last week. Why are you going back to it now? (laughs) Oh, I hate you so much. So that is my creep, uh, creepiest Olympic whatever. And by the way, I fucking hate the Olympics. The the Olympics is is horseshit. I've never liked it, but this year it's worse than ever before. It really does suck. Uh, Vote for Carl John Getter, thecreepoff.com. Vinny, what do you got for us? Well, Carl, uh, as I said before, you went with the uh, first Google result. I had to take a little bit deeper, and I want to talk about my coach. My creep had the chance to be great. He could have coached his team to men's soccer gold of the Burke County, Pennsylvania Special Olympics. Oh, you want Special he Olympics? Made it. Oh, come on. He could have made it. I would have had this. Oh, come on. That's he not fair. Made it. That's not fair. You said Olympics whatever. <laughs> I didn't say whatever Olympics. I said Olympics you said Olympics whatever. whatever. So special Olympics. There you it is. You son of a bitch. You. I wish. Well, I, I wish I had the cheater drop. <laughs> Fucking cheater. Yes. Hey, hey Carl. You. Let's rumble. Here we go. My creeps day, by the way. Yeah, I should say that. Do it. Is Michael Sheldon? Okay. One of his players is a twenty-one year is a twenty-year-old who's diagnosed with autism bipolar depression, ADHD, and is intellectually disabled. So it's a retard. So what you're telling me is... Uh, I actually have a clip of him. Oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! I have a clip of him yep. at his first event. Okay. <laughs> I want to be in the Special Olympics. <laughs> well, that's retarded. For some reason, this young man who is unnamed spent night at Coach Michael Sheldon's house. Okay. He was watching TV. He was just sitting around going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just watching TV. Are you going to win with all your retard drops? I this swear is to God, I hope so. <laughs> Michael Sheldon came out and said to the young man, he said, uh, hey, uh, you know, you want, you want to fool around? That's his pickup line? Apparently. <laughs> okay. Apparently. I guess it works out of retards. And, uh, he, the, the, you know, the, the, the soccer player was like, he's like, no, I'm not in. No, thank you. Vote for South Park, everybody. Uh, Go to the creepoff.com. Vote for South Park. The victim said no. And uh, the victim then went to the guest bedroom to go to sleep okay. around 11 p.m., probably after he was done watching wrestling. <laughs> As retards do, right? Now, he tries to go to sleep, and as the victim was sleeping, apparently Sheldon climbed into bed with him and started trying to touch him inappropriately. The victim again told Sheldon, 
He didn't want to All do it. All touching of a retard is inappropriate, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And uh, Sheldon then inappropriately touched the man two more times, and then... Now they're having butt sex. <laughs> Sodomy. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Sodomy. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Sodomy. Yeah, this is pretty much what's happening. Sodomy. Yes, this is a thing that happened. I, by the way, that's not a first date thing for me. The yeah. next morning, Sheldon drove the victim to a program that uh, assists mentally challenged individuals. And the first thing <laughs> this kid did was when it was a tattletale. Oh, God damn it! Now, why are you walking funny? Well, the thing about that is... Your guy, <laughs> your guy technically coached people to gold medals. This guy coached... A gentleman to a bleeding asshole. And you know what he said afterwards? Thank you! No, he didn't. <laughs> okay. So the police are then notified that this has happened, and they go to question Mr. Sheldon. And uh, the reason – there was one thing that stood out to me in this story, and I cannot even believe this. The cops said to him, dude, what happened last night with this victim? And he said, I did not sexually assault him. But we did kiss. Thank you! Gross. That's what he told the police. <laughs> yeah. But I did we didn't fuck. I only made out with yeah, him. Yeah, we were just making out like that a couple was, dudes do. That was his <laughs> defense. You know what he should have done? He should have done this. I mean, uh, we only kissed. That's what he tells them. When you so, tell the cops you've kissed a retard, that is a... <laughs> vomit inducing thing so he says i didn't have any sexual contact with him during the investigation the police were provided with several text messages so i'm guessing that this kid had like one of the, his parents gave a phone or something dude i just realized texting with a retard would be a hilarious song title i, I need to write a song called texting with a retard i don't know texting with a retard uh, <laughs> how do you spell <laughs> That's the first verse. I love it. Uh, it so writes itself. They start talking to the kid, and they said, uh, did this happen? And he said, how should I know? I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> during the investigation, they provided with several text messages that Sheldon sent to the victim after that evening. And he said, quote, okay, this is from the coach to the player. Okay, you made your choice. I'll be letting everyone know what you did. Then the next text message read, you won't be welcomed at the Special Olympics anymore. Oh, no. And then he says, I'll make sure the coaches know. Good luck with everything. I'll be throwing your meds away. That's what he texted this man. He's throwing your meds away? Yes. So apparently he had medications in well, his apartment. He's like, threw it out. If someone threatens to throw away my drugs, I that will motivate me. Absolutely. I, that's a dick move. That's a dick move that's right there. That's a dick move. Yeah. So is raping a dude. Yeah, but at least let me keep my drugs. Sure. You would think you would let them keep his stash after. Yes. I might even need it more. So he was suspended immediately when this happened, and he ended up pleading guilty. And he sentenced him to 364 days in prison. 
So what's one day less than a year? Yep. Why? He fucked a retard in the ass. He gets less than one year in prison. How does that Followed work? by two years of probation, and he's a sex offender, and he is not allowed at any more special Olympic events for the rest of his life. Wait, he can't even be an assistant coach? No. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair at like all. Like they Pete Rose him. He's just out of the hall. Oh, that's not but fair. But this guy had a chance to go for special Olympic gold. And he didn't. So that is my creep this week. Michael Sheldon. Very good. Please. Seriously, that's all I got. That's great. I made it simple. Short. You cheated. Vote for Vinny. You cheated to use Special Olympics, which would have been an awesome category to do had I known (laughs) that you were going to cheat. Speaking of the Olympics, I happened to be uh, out at K2 yesterday having a little brunch. And the Olympics were on television. I noticed one of the sponsors is Subway. Now, Subway, we... we, uh, put Jared Fogle into our uh, Creep Off Hall of Fame recently, and he used to be the spokesperson for Subway. Well, Subway's way down in their revenue. They're not doing well. They were doing much better with Jared. Yeah. Do you know who they have now as their spokesperson? For Subway? Yeah. Whom? Megan Rapino. Who the fuck is that? She's that soccer chick who everyone hates. Well, I hate. <laughs> a lot of people hate. Why do you hate her? What'd she do? She's the one who demands that they get equal pay as the men's team, even though no one gives a shit about women's soccer. She doesn't realize that no one's watching, and that's why they don't get equal pay. You're mad at someone for going, I demand I should be paid more? Yes, because she makes millions of dollars. She has endorsement deals with Subway. You know who else was in this commercial? Tom Brady. I'm like, how could you find the most hated athletes in the world? Subway, what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing, Subway? Brady open mouth kisses his kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like Kevin Jarrett. It's almost like Kevin Jarrett. Seriously. Except I know. they're actually his children. They're, they're his kids. Technically, so. technically, I guess, allowed. I guess. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Holy shit, McBride's in the chat. He goes, because my guy got sentenced to 364 days, he goes, they subtract a day for every extra chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, McBride. Oh, McBride on the fly. Yeah. Speaking so, of McBride, who? It's voicemail time. Is it? We have a sponsor for our voicemail segment this week? I think we do. Nice. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse, home of the Syracuse Nationals, a competition where you look at cars. Let's see other cities do that. <laughs> see you in Syracuse. All right, Syracuse. He is a treat, that McBride. All right, Syracuse. You're getting a little too big for your bridges over there. Yeah. I almost picked a guy who was from Syracuse for this week, but I thought this one was funnier. Have we uh, done Creepiest Creep from Syracuse yet? Yes. Oh, okay. I forget. I forget everything that we do. When I picked Olympics, I thought we'd already done it. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, all right. Here we go. Hey, Vinny. What the fuck? It's been like like almost two weeks, dude. I need I need more Creeps and Roses. Yeah. I need more Creeps and roses. I don't give a shit who the fuck you have on there with you this week. You know, preferably some autist. That's I don't, I don't know. I don't Just fucking I give me more. I want more. Give me more. Come back. Carl, when are you doing the seven-second porn challenge, asshole? We got to get on that. I got to do that this week, baby. All right. I'm going to try that. Hey, I got a voicemail for you, Vinny. All right. Carl, look into the fucking voting shit on the creep off. I did. I've been convinced since day one that when every time Vinny wins, something's fucking up with that dude. Yep, he's cheating. Every time I win, every time. Fat Italian voice. Yep. 
getting away. Dude, seriously, look into that. Something ain't right. I agree. Or you need to start making sure voting is more secure. I'm going to take it over. The I, fa- I never liked the fact that Vinny's the one that counts to begin with. I don't like that either. Something ain't right. It's and not you right. You can tell that fat Italian cocksucker was squirming when you brought it up. Yep. Do you something should. with the fucking voting because there's no fucking way fucking that me? Vinny's fat fucking wop North African blood is winning as much as he is. I, I don't fucking buy it. Anyway, Kyle's cousin roots for life. <laughs> Fuck Vinny's fat fucking face. All right, later. Look into it. I think there's a true romance reference in there. <laughs> All I know is I fucking don't want anybody to cheat for me. Please do not cheat for me. I'm asking you nicely. Stop cheating for Carl. Stop cheating for me. Just vote once. It's a dog whistle. Game. It's a dog whistle. It's a fucking game. It's a dog whistle. I heard cheat for me. That's all I heard. Cheat for me. Cheat for me. I have to tell you something right now. Yep. I got some very suspicious voicemails. Hello, Carl. Hello, Dini. This is the Russians. I wanted to let you know that we hacked the vote because we hate America. That is why we support Vinny Winnie. Russia's chump. No! I don't want that. I don't want that. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, I we found out somebody is calling in to basically claim their innocence in this situation. Uh, hello, Carl. Hello, Vinny. She's a Chinese peeper. I just want to let you know that we didn't hack the voting. We didn't use bots. How could we? We have too small a penis. It's so small. We could not hack your... American voting with a, your gigantic penis. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, that settles that. Valid argument. Um, that settles that. I got a voicemail for us here, Vinny. Go ahead. Hey, Vinny Spinny, people's chump. You know, they say um, brevity is the soul of wit. They do. Mm. So how's the comedy game going, Vinny? <laughs> Judging by your creeps, not so good. All right, call me back. Vinny Spinny, people's chump. That that sounds good. That's so mean-spirited and hurtful. <laughs> that is. Carl again, leaving a voicemail. Oh, shit. Hey, Vin, this is Carl. So I'm going to be a little late today. The creep I got wasn't as hot as the other ones I normally get, so it took me about 30 minutes to finish. Anyway, see you soon, bud. <laughs> I would have texted that. I wouldn't have left that as a voicemail. That's true. I have uh, one more voicemail All for right. us here, Vinny. You know, Carl, I warned you about America's fattest fuck, Vinny Peacups, and his fat fuckery regarding the creep off in the voting. <laughs> Vinny Peacups! <laughs> I like that. He's definitely fucking with it. That may be bad. That would actually kind of Vinny Peacups! That's going to stick. Hey, I like you, it. Don't you dare fucking call me He's that. Definitely I'll fucking come with in it. there. I voted last five minutes. I refresh it. My vote is two less than it was when I voted. Should have been 143. It was back at 140. Definitely some fuckery going on there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shenanigans is what's going did on. Did he here. say in the last five minutes his vote did, got deleted? Yeah, he said that he voted for me, which would have been 143, and then he refreshed the page, refreshed the page and it was 140. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what these people are? <laughs> Who knows what these people are? My head is going to explode. <laughs> I'm like, what? All I know is that I stayed up last night, was all over this thing, and made sure that it didn't do what it normally does, which all of a sudden gives Vinny 20 votes right before midnight. 
on Sunday nights. Carl. I don't know. I don't think that happens. It happens every time. No, it doesn't. You beat me all the fucking time. Dude. How am I fucking cheating? And how are these people cheating for me if you're always fucking winning and I'm always looting? How often do I fucking spin the goddamn wheel? Kai is the one that coded the bots so that it would cheat for you. You guys had that whole conversation on that bonus episode right before we started. Where you were like, yeah, the app's working perfect, Kaya. Thank you. And it, it actually looks like it's American traffic. This is great. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you can lie to our listeners, but you can't lie to me. I was sitting right here. Uh, <laughs> you're so full of shit. <laughs> oh How did the rest God. of the episode go, by the way? I got to watch that. I hate you so when, much. When we uh, got together with Kaya and watched uh, To Catch a Predator. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was it fun? Uh, there was a couple comments people left that were so nice. They said, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they said it got much better after you left. Oh, really? Yes, really. <laughs> so let's start the scum parade, <laughs> fuckface. Right. Fair enough. Watch out for the scum parade. You know who Megan Rapino is? Isn't it Rapino? Maybe. That's probably why I didn't know because I've heard it as Rapino. And you're a fat tongued idiot, so. This dude is fucking corny. Connecticut. Connecticut. Let's talk about some shitty. East Haven, Connecticut. Let's talk about a shitty landlord, shall we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to the East Haven Police Department press release, a gentleman who owned a property named Aurelia. Araris decided to go into his tenant's apartment on multiple occasions mm. and just rifle around their underwear drawers. Yeah. And this woman was going so crazy about it. In order to prove it, she put a camera up. But before she did that, she barricaded all the doors at her apartment closed. And he still found a way in through another side door. So this is the dumbest thing ever. She barricaded the front door, but she has a side door. Yeah. So that'd be like building a tank that has a convertible top. Yeah. Like, wow, well, they can't get us from the ground. Yeah, but there's, it's very easy to and get And you to. realize that the landlord has a key. He has a key. He can get into the side door, you dummy. Yes. She <laughs> barricaded. She was very, very upset. But apparently one day, she has a teenage daughter, too, this lady. Oh, and I'm one glad day, you said teenage. I didn't know the, the age of the daughter. Yeah, she was a teenage daughter. Okay. And she was at home. And uh, like during the day, homesick from school or some shit. And this dude just walked in. And the daughter was like... What are you doing here? And he got wide-eyed and just walked the fuck out. Yeah. So they ended up putting in cameras. I actually have the uh, audio from when that happened, Vinny. Oh, please. Yeah. To he the said, girl. feet don't fail me now. He didn't try to have a conversation. He didn't, like, you know, try to chat with the girl. He just fucking ran the fuck out of there. And uh, they put the camera up. And they found him entering the apartment and going directly to the underwear drawers. So he knows where the underwear is. is yeah, he knew right he where it was. At. And there is videotape of this man pulling out underwear, picking him up, and just fucking... He's a panty sniffer, guys. Yeah. This guy's a fucking panty sniffer. I mean, like, I mean I'll mean, i lick a sock, but smelling panties? So weird. Carl loves to lick the cum sock. <laughs> oh, God. That's wrong with you. <laughs> he, was a real, he was a real hoot at a party in college. <laughs> jagging it, jagging it, jagging it, jack. The video which was provided, the officer shows him bringing the female garments to his nose in an effort to sniff them, according to the story. He's uh, been arrested for this, breaking and entering. Good. Yeah, he's a I love it. Uh, the Newsweek is where we got this article out of. 
Didn't Newsweek used to be a respectable publication? Those were the days. The final two paragraphs of this article was just paraphrasing Reddit posts. Other people who had creepy landlords. Just from a subreddit somewhere. Do they not know that everyone on Reddit is a liar? Apparently not. This Newsweek, they're, they're just like reprinting shit people wrote in a random spot on the internet. Like, and guess what else happened? There were bees and there were... There were snakes in the house. Yeah, the like, snakes in the house guy. Like, what, are we, what am I reading now? What is this? Everyone on that site is a pathological liar at best. And Newsweek is just <laughs> posting this. At best. Carl is correct. <laughs> so our next story is absolutely fun, Carl. You're going to enjoy this. All right. Well, we've all seen the signs in people's yards asking folks to pick up after their dogs. Well, now some folks in a Fisher's neighborhood are putting out a different sign after they say a woman has been running around their neighborhood and going to the bathroom in their front yards. That's right, Carl. Um, They have put up no pooping zone signs. Yes. Showing a person kind of like poop walking. <laughs> the person is dropping it. It kind of looks like they're doing the, the thriller dance. <laughs> yeah, they're like doing the thriller dance while shitting. shitting at the same time. Which is impressive. Well, this is a fantastic story. Yeah. They, these people are pissed off, and I guess they have a sense of humor, but I really would not if there was an adult human being walking through my neighborhood shitting. Even a child, I wouldn't Lots like. of names for her. Oh, I didn't even know anyone put a sign up. <laughs> All except her real name. The woman residents in Fisher's Windermere neighborhood say a woman is doing this in the early morning and leaves behind her calling card of sorts. We have found her droppings in our yards. She carries cameras her over toilet here, hun. paper. Hun, cameras over here. She just leaves the toilet paper behind. <laughs> She's looking every every which way. Carl, she brings yeah. toilet paper with her. Well, good. Picks somebody's yard. Yep. Shits in it. Wipes her wipes ass. Her ass. Yep. Good. Leaves the toilet paper and the shit. It's her calling card. I like her. <laughs> keep so, going. Keep going with that video. All right. Last week or the week before, she did it um, in three or four different yards down the street, every other yard. Neighbors say the same thing happened last summer. And then it started again this summer. Um, we don't see it in the winter. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but Trayvon Martin is dead. How do these people not have a neighborhood watch? And how is someone, some George Zimmerman dude, just not shot this woman? I am surprised she's been getting away with it for so long. Like three or four hot lawns on the same street. Yes. In the same week. Yes. Look for the woman who's just eating granola bars walking down the street. Oh, or just go to the Taco Bell drive-thru and arrest everyone. <laughs> Bring them in for questioning. So... I have not personally witnessed the pooper. No one has to. Neighbors know the signs. What a good even cut, beyond news. the obvious one or two. The toilet paper W-T-H-R. is card, so we know when we see that that she's been around. This week, more evidence when a neighbor's doorbell camera recorded a woman doing her business. We can't show you the video because it's been turned over to the Fisher's police. They can't really do anything until they catch her, you know, so. Yeah, no shit. But. It's gross. Waka waka. We believe the lady is a runner. It, it does it happen. I've been a runner my whole life. Pause it. It does happen, but you she plan apparently, for it. I would believe that you're an all-state pole vaulter before I believe that woman's been a runner all her life. <laughs> That's also, about you here. Yes. Also, this guy right here. I'm glad you paused it where you did. Does this guy have toilet paper for zeros in the year 2020 on his shirt? Can you zoom in on that? What the fuck kind of shirt is this? Uh, it says hashtag... E last day 2020 still loading 
Pendleton Heights Middle School. But it's toilet paper for zeros on the 2020. Are, are you not seeing that? I am seeing it, but I think it's... Did he wear that ironically because he knew what the news story was about? He must have. Is everyone obsessed with toilet paper in this town? A year ago, that would have been gold she was just fucking leaving <laughs> yeah. on the streets. She's like, yes, there's no more toilet paper in our yard. Honey, She's clean like it off. fucking Scrooge McDuck just throwing doubloons. <laughs> clean it off. We need that. I we've put kind of like wagers on why this woman is doing it. I don't know. I think that she just likes to do her business outdoors. Yes. She's a weirdo who shits in people's yards. See. Correct. Let's yeah. not look too much into this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think we're going to find out some profound reason why this woman's shitting up people's yards. She's a weirdo is that, the answer. That is the answer. Do you want to watch the rest of this? No, no. I, I just wanted to point out that woman, that fat woman who said she runs all the time for her life. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, uh, man. Th this is not a radio station. That right there is a camera. Oh. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> Been caught in another lie. You know what they should have done when she goes, I've been running all your life. The camera should have just panned down. <laughs> it was some ridiculous sound of it. God, I would be the greatest news producer. I would be you really the would best be. news producer. You really would be. This next story, Carl. Next season of Fargo. Right here. You can't write this. This, this is, is fantastic. Fucking marvelous. I had to tell my wife this story this morning, and I even left out the kicker because it's just, everything's so bonkers about it. Yeah, let's start at the beginning. A gentleman by the name of Lawrence Michael Hanley and his wife Shanda had a complicated breakup. He's a multimillionaire. He launched companies selling vitamins and energy supplements and all sorts of bullshit. He was a multimillionaire by the time he was 30. The couple got married in 2006. People in Louisiana loved them. They ran a thing called the Hanley Family Foundation. They, they raised money for poor kids. People loved them, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. On his Facebook page, he describes himself, I love this, as an eternally optimistic serial entrepreneur who believes that nothing is impossible with God. Nice. Yeah. Man of the people, man of God. Absolutely. So... The fortune started to change them in March 2017 when allegations of abusive incidents resulted in multiple restraining orders being filed. Yeah, okay. Hanley filed for divorce a month later, accusing his wife of attacking and threatening him and hiring a hitman to kill him. What? Core records show. Wait, I didn't, I didn't see that part. Yeah. He's he claiming accused, she hired her. He accused the wife of getting a hitman. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All right. You didn't even see that in the story. <laughs> I did not. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how bonkers this story gets. <laughs> I know. Okay. Carl missed that bar. Interesting. Okay. So, court record shows she was later charged with two domestic violence allegations. She accused Hanley of attempting to not only track her phone, but also accessing her email and installing spyware on her computer. Chandra Hanley also alleged her estranged husband sent her threatening messages and allowed others to do so as well. Then... Lawrence Michael Hanley got an idea. His whole marriage is falling apart. He better come up with a plan and come up with a quick. He did. And you know what he used? He put on his thinking cap. <laughs> he put on his thinking meth. He put on his thinking meth yep. and lots of cocaine. He's a very wealthy guy. <laughs> Mixing meth and cocaine, is you're, you're doing it wrong. Well, he came up with a plan and he hired two gentlemen who, by the way, have the greatest goon names yeah. I have ever heard. Their names were Sylvester and Arsidio. Perfect. These guys are like Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. They from really are. They are two Mississippi men. <laughs> the world's worst criminals. With criminal records. Hanley had been using cocaine and meth in the days leading up to this plot. Court filings allege that Hanley 
bought items necessary to kidnap, bind, torture, and abuse Mrs. Hanley in this scheme. His attorney said that would end with him saving Chandra Hanley in an effort to win her back. Yeah. So I'm going to hire these two goons. Yep. They're going to kidnap my wife. Yep. They're going to take her to the cabin. Torture her a little bit. You know, just a little yeah. torture. Rough her up a little bit. Yep. Give her a couple paintbrushes. Yep. Go to the, you know, maybe, you know, nipple clamps or something. And then I'm going to kick the door in. And then I'm going to do like Batman 1960s TV show. Punches at you. Pow! Dude, wham! This is literally Marty McFly's plan in Back to the Future, which was the dumbest fucking plan ever. <laughs> You'll be there to save the day. The first time he met these people, he met them in the Hanley's family camp in Mississippi, and the meeting was captured on surveillance video at the house. There's cameras, security cameras at the house. The wife gave this access to the police, and the police found it after this whole thing happened. But apparently, on tape, this idiot offers Arsenio and Sylvester 19 gold bars Wow, to go and kidnap her. He says in the video, you can break into this place. And uh, it sounds like uh, one guy, Arsenio, says, and she can't break out, right? And they had this whole conversation. And on August 6, 2017, Sylvester and Arsenio dressed up as an appliance store employees. They forcibly detained her. Well, they were going to walk in and demonstrate some carpet cleaning product, which is the dumbest thing. Nobody invites those people into their home. Yeah. No one's going to say, yeah, come on in. I want to see your great vacuum. Look how much dirt we suck right. up, man. This is the dumbest plan already because they come in. They're like, hey, can we come in and show you this thing? She's like, no. She slams the door out. So then they got to like pull out guns. and be like, all right, never mind. We're, we're just coming in to get you now. Right? They pull out guns. They come and they grab her. They fucking, the kid, her kid is there and the neighbor. Yeah. They leave the two there. They handcuff her, throw her in the back of a van. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to take her to Baton Rouge, towards Baton Rouge. They're in the van, they're on the highway, and there's an overturned tractor trailer where a big piece of equipment fell off the back of it and was blocking traffic. These guys are like, we got a kidnapped woman here. We got places to be. We got to go. So they decided to drive all around the traffic on the median side of the road, past the cops, <laughs> just ignoring <laughs> fucking every traffic rule there is instead of just sitting in traffic. They, they decided to draw as much attention to themselves as possible. Correct. <laughs> just wait in traffic, guys. Just wait it out. <laughs> so the cops see them and their lights come on and they're like, you motherfuckers are getting pulled over. There better be a fire or a kidnapped woman because this driving is ridiculous. Yeah. They're going like 70 miles an hour on the median past everybody. And they're swerving back and forth. They're driving like they're uh, a little nervous. So... They decide that they hit an exit as quick as they can when they get started chased by the cops. They don't know where they're going. Right. They end up by this swampy part of the intercoastal canal. They end up at a dead end. Yeah. <laughs> they try to a dead end, these, they, these morons. <laughs> so what do you do at that point when you have a kidnapped woman and your name is Sylvester, your name is Arsidio, oh, and you've probably been educated I tell by you the state of Mississippi? Exactly what you do. What, ex what do you do? Feet don't fail me now. And they dive into the canal. Yes. And their bodies are found two days later. <laughs> they drowned to death in the canal. <laughs> Let's swim for it. Oh, shit. I don't know how to swim. Neither do I. Damn it. I thought you could teach me quick. <laughs> well, I don't know either, Arsenio. Jesus. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. Uh, so. These morons. Authorities arrested Michael Hanley four days later in a hotel in Louisiana. He booked it, too. 
after this whole thing went down because he's obviously the first suspect once she gets kidnapped. I'm surprised the plan wasn't to tie her to a railroad track so that he could show up and untie her. That's he how grown his mustache and everything. <laughs> That's how dumb this plan is. <laughs> Snidely Whiplash would have came up with a better plan than this guy did. They found him in this fucking place, and they also found him with a uh, crack pipe. I just picture the end of Fargo and it's, it's with William H. Macy trying to climb out the window and the cops <laughs> just dragging yeah. him out. Yeah, and this guy's father's not the president, so having a crack pipe was a problem. Yes. In this case. Yeah, that is correct. So he was just finally sentenced, right? Yeah, he's convicted. 15 to 35 years. <laughs> what a nut job. Luckily for Miss Chandra, oh, they sorry. never made it to that cabin. That. You know what I mean? I just love the attorney. He goes, well, listen, the reason why um, my client did this is that he was doing meth and coke for three days straight. Yeah. Like, what do you, of course, that's going to happen. There was three ingredients <laughs> in this crime. Yeah, what are you going to do? Meth, coke, and love. <laughs> that's what you get when you mix those three things. Uh, Carl, you know who I hate the most? Who is that? I hate people who don't clean their fucking cars out. Okay. Yeah, you get in somebody's car... And it's got, like, wrappers in it, and there's still food in some of the wrappers. People assume that's what my car is like. But my car, I go through the Delta Sonic interior. It gets cleaned and steamed. Also, Vinny's never not eaten something that was in a wrapper. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Once it's done, it's done. You throw it out, kids. Come on. (laughs) What am I, a monster? Well, according to a probable (laughs) cause statement (laughs) obtained by the Baltimore Sun, a 33-year-old woman named Nicole Johnson was initially issued a citation after the cops noticed unauthorized tags and registration on her car. Okay. So she had phony tags and a phony reg. Yeah. People do that shit. Of course. Not because she's a sovereign citizen or anything like that. She's just apparently pretty shitty. She was also driving without a license. Now, Mm. the officers told her the car was going to be towed, and uh, Johnson responded to the officer that uh, she says, it don't matter, I won't be here in five days now. And then she said, y'all going to see me on the news making my big debut to the cop. Okay. And the cop is like, hmm. huh, I'm not arresting you. I'm letting you go, and I'm just giving you a ticket. It's not going to make the news. I wonder what she could be. Is she running for mayor, maybe? Right, right. <laughs> is that what it is? And uh, the officer kind of walked back with the tow guy to the back of the car to uh, set up part of the tow. Yeah. He smelled something really bad. Uh-oh. He smelled something really bad. According to the police documents, Johnson, at that point, once she saw the cops starting to sniff by the trunk, she tried to run the fuck away. Hit yeah. your drop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I started to hit that drop. <laughs> she tried to run away. They grabbed her pretty quickly. The officers uncovered the first body oh boy. in a suitcase, and the second body was in a plastic bag. Oh, now, all right. what happened here was that Nicole Johnson's sister Dashell dropped her kids off with Nicole in 2019 and never came back to get them. And Nicole was not very happy about it. So, and she didn't take very good care of these two children. So Nicole's the aunt and uh, her niece and her nephew overstayed their welcome. It seems like (laughs) correct. But it's not like she was really uh, doing much to them anyway. I mean, they were pretty much bones at this point. Yeah. The niece was in the car about a year. A dead body in the trunk for one year. A seven-year-old's body was in the trunk for a year. And I, then, for one, would complain to Uber if that was the car that I got into. Then this past... One star for you, Nicole. The five-year-old nephew's body was added in May. 
You would think that Larry would follow all the directions after he saw what happened to his sister, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, if I'm Larry, I'm like, oh, this bitch means business. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, Auntie, I'm doing it. I would not want to piss her off. These kids weighed 21 and 18 pounds. That's that's not a lot, right? They were incredibly malnourished from what it looks like. Imagine getting the, the Carfax report on this car back. There's no way she's getting Kelly Blue Book value for this car. No, 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 no. Like they're <laughs> not never even been in an accident. Uh, there were two decomposing bodies in the trunk for a year, but never been in an accident. Yeah. Uh, always got the oil changes at, on time. I just picture them having it on the lot. <laughs> like the salesman has a clothes <laughs> put out his nose. Yeah. And it's just like they have the tree air fresheners hanging off the door handles on the outside. <laughs> the outside. <laughs> yeah, just... And then, of course, there's the stink lines. There's yeah, obviously that's the, the stink lines. That's, that's what makes it hard yeah. to sell. A new paint so, job ain't going to fix that. She claims the niece died when uh, she was hitting her and she fell and hit her head. Never a good defense. <laughs> not, not good. You can say she fell and hit her head. You didn't have to throw it. I was beating I was hitting her. her. Yeah, yes. right. And then, yes. The same way my creep didn't have to say, well, all I did was kiss him. Yeah, all we did was make out. I mean, it was a retire. What's the big deal? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> <Whoops>. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have one more story for you, Carl. I don't know if you know about this. I don't know if I do. This came out today, August 2nd. Kathy Griffin. Oh, yes, I saw this. Thank you for reminding me. Is sharing her cancer diagnosis. Yeah. The 60-year-old comedian actress said in a statement Monday that she was diagnosed with lung cancer and will undergo surgery to remove half of her left lung. (laughs) She said, quote, Yeah. I've got to tell you guys something. I have cancer. I'm about to go into surgery to have half of my left lung removed, Griffin wrote. Yes, I have lung cancer, even though I've never smoked. Ah, it's so sad. Couldn't happen to a better fucking person. You know, when you put bad things out into the universe, Vinny, this is what tends to happen. Have you read the book? Stop the saying that. Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Shut we'll, the we'll get our come up and shut that the for sure. fuck up before you ruin us. <laughs> All right. That is this week's Creep Off. We hope you vote. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. Winhausen for the Winhausen. We'll see you next week. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good gear. Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I got a question from someone asking me where they could find that theme song. It's a song called Zombie Accomplishments. If you want to look wherever you find your streaming music by the isotopes, you can find the full version of the Creep Off theme song, Zombie Accomplishments. I want to be in the Special Olympics. (laughs) May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.